Well, I just decided to do some recording. Uh, a recording of goo. Um, I was going to say I had the day off, but <laughs> I have every day off now. Um, I just saw... This is Dr. Zom from the Silva and Gold podcast, where we have no fancy schmancy um, entrance music or anything like that, because I don't know how to do it. But anyway, um, I just saw online that um, from uh, the rest, uh, you know, the old wrestling show Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling that Babe the Farmer's Daughter, whose real name was Ursula Hayden, uh, has uh, passed away. I guess she, um, it said she'd been battling uh, cancer for quite some time now. So, uh, you know, that's uh, uh, that sucks. Um, I know a lot of people that, you know, weren't even necessarily wrestling fans that watched that show. Um, and of course they had the, uh, Netflix series, um, about, uh, glow. And, you know, I, I, um, am a big wrestling fan. I watched a few episodes of that and maybe I sh- I should go back to it or stick with it or whatever. But, um, I just, I couldn't get into it that much. And I like women's wrestling too. I I'm a big fan of, uh, past and present women's wrestling. I don't know why it just, uh, Maybe, like I said, maybe I just didn't give it enough of a chance. Um, I just saw a um, trailer for a, a uh, speaking of Netflix, a Netflix movie called The Pale Blue Eye, and uh, it stars uh, Christian Bale, and I guess he is a detective in the mid to late 1800s, I think, in the United States, and I. Uh, uh, I think there's like a, seems like there's a serial killer or something and he is going to find out who done did it. Pale blue eye. Let me see who else is in that. Uh, Jillian Anderson from the X from the X files. Um, uh, X files is another one that um, they have it for free on one of the free, um, streaming services on my Roku. And, um, I've always said, you know, I want to start, I never watched it during the first run, you know, I, uh, so I have, uh, everything's new to me. Um, and, um, you know, that I'm going to sit down and start watching it. And I did, I watched like, I think the first two episodes and it's not that it's bad or anything. It's just that, I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult to, um, something has to be really good as far as a series goes. And I'm sure it's really good. I'm not saying that it's not, but, um, I don't know. That's another one. Maybe I'll get back to, uh, I am currently watching hell on wheels with Anson Mount, uh, the Western, I believe it was on AMC. It's now you can watch it on, uh, the Roku channel. It has commercials, but I mean, it had commercials on AMC too. So, um, it's a really good show. I started watching it one time before and watched like the first couple of episodes, but last or yesterday I just was binging the shit out of it. So I'm still on the first season, but I'm about, uh, I think six or seven episodes into it. And I'm going to go, hopefully I'll go back to it. You know, I might just forget about it, 
but uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It's by the, I think the creators, they said of the walking dead and um, uh, breaking bad. So that's a pretty good, um, uh, not recommendation, but uh, pretty good uh, people. If you want to see, since they have such successful stuff before, um, the uh, pale blue eye also has okay, Jillian Anderson, um, Toby Jones, um, Robert Duvall, Charlotte Gainsborough. Who else? I remember her from Nymphomaniac, one and a two, and her getting double penetration. No, 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 no. And let me tell you something. Um, I swear I had to ask some of some of our friends online. I was like, listen, I just saw this nymphomaniac and Charlotte Gainsborough um, gets double penetration from these two guys. And I mean, they show it. It's like porn. And uh, apparently, I guess they must have deep faked. When I saw it, I didn't even know what deep fake was. So I think it was deep faked. Good. Um, or, you know, maybe she did it. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking, man, she's really in fucking method acting and, and really open and free with her sexuality and, and all this and that. But, um, holy cannoli, she was getting, uh, and, and the funny thing was the guys started art. It was, I think two brothers. Um, and, uh, they started arguing during the, uh, during the act. I, I don't know if one of them wanted, uh, you know, a different place and the other one or something. I, I I'm not sure it was, it was a while ago that I saw it, but it was pretty funny. Um, let's see what Kristen Ball is doing. I want to see that show, that movie Amsterdam. Um, I just got a thing on Amazon prime that said that it was, um, I guess coming out on for, um, sale on maybe like DVD and uh, streaming. Uh, it got a 6.1 out of 10. That's a, it's a hell of a cast. David O. Russell, uh, written and directed. In the 1930s, three friends witness a murder, are framed for it, and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history. Okay, now this has Christian Ball, uh, Margot Robbie, who else do I see in this that I know? Anna Taylor-Joy. Uh, I know her. Uh, Matthias uh, Schoenartz, who I talked about last time and who is in the new Django uh, series. Uh, Chris Rock. Michael Shannon. Wow, this is a hell of a cast. Uh, Mike Myers. Timothy Oliphant, who I love from Justified. And um, what's that show about Fargo? Fargo, <laughs> that's what it's about. Rami uh, Malik, Rami Malik. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Robert De Niro. Uh, that old Robert De Niro. Um, Z- uh, Zoe Zaldana. So and Taylor Swift with her long legs. Um, that's a hell of a cast, and it, it only got a six point one. It looked like almost like uh, when I watched the. Uh, trailer it almost looked like a cohen brothers movie and um david o russell let's go down his ground i was going to say his groundhog hole but it's a not a groundhog hole it is a um 
the rabbit hole. But we have both. We have groundhogs and rabbits around here. Good. Let's see. Oh, writer. Why did I click on that? I want director. Okay. Amsterdam, which is what I was just talking about. Past forward. Oh, that's a film short. So what's that? A, a boot. Uh, I don't want to just click off of, uh, of uh, just because it's a short, because it might be good. Uh, surreal, futuristic, silent dreamscape with multiple actors re uh, replaying scenes in shifting combinations. It's got John Krasinski. Uh, it's got a lot of other people, but I'm not sure that I know. Paula Patton, I know her because I thought she was hot. Hot. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. That's uh, the one guy. <laughs> a woman, Frida Pinto. What was Frida Pinto in? I like that name. I had a Pinto. And my sister had a Pinto at the same time. We both had white Pintos um, because they were cheap. And neither one of us got exploded. Now, she wrecked hers on um, driving to work on uh, ice in the wintertime and smashed her nose against the uh, steering wheel. Um, she had like the Marsha Brady nose after that. You know, oh, my nose. Uh, mine, I threw a rod driving uh, back to to or from i think driving back from my mom and dad's house to college and it started all of a sudden about halfway back it started sounding like a, a somebody was underneath the hood with a uh, uh like a pot a cooking pot and a metal spoon and they were clanging it around and that's not what it was. But uh, so it was kaput after that. Um, I guess we could have put a new in, a different engine in it. But I just think we just kind of said, fuck it. it. Probably the engine would, I don't know. You'd think those engines would have been pretty pretty easy to come by. Uh, there was there was a lot of Pintos. I mean, I know it was uh, a dangerous car because Supposedly, if you got hit in the ass, it, the gas tank would explode on some of them or something like that. Uh, and when they tested it, but um, there was a lot of them. My uh, friend had a Pinto, a little Pinto station wagon. Mine was a little white Pinto hatchback. And uh, the I think the windshield uh, leaked. And my dad, we, we, I mean, the carpet in it was just sopping wet and then it got musty and everything. So we tore all the carpet out of the, um, out of the, you know, off the floor. And my dad had this leftover bright red shag carpet that I can't remember what room they had put that in, but he had it left over. So he cut it up and I had bright red shag carpet in my Pinto. And I also had in the Pinto, I believe I had an uh, 8-track player, which was, you know, pretty cool. Now that I look back at it, I think it's funny. Uh, Pinto, was Pinto in anything that I know? Uh, I don't think so. She's been in some stuff, but uh, doesn't look like anything I've ever heard of. Who she thinks she is? TV there. Uh, okay, Pinto. I like the name, though. I'd like to uh, go out with a girl named Pinto. Or the guy, you know, not, no, I don't want to go out with the guy that was in Animal House, but his name was Pinto. Who's this here? This lady is Kuoth Weil. Uh, 
from the Sud born in the Sudan. And her mother was Sudanese and her father is Ethiopian. What was she in? She's a good looking lady. She has some nice lips. Stranger better move it or he's going to get killed. It's going to have to get it or a shotgun will mean no time. Down Louisiana. Well, I was singing that song because my cousin went to see, uh, my two cousins who are like my dad's first cousins, uh, went to like Tennessee and they're down there right now seeing all this Christmas stuff and um, going to concerts. And they went to see this one dude and he is known for, uh, he's a songwriter, but he was in concert and he wrote the song, The Gambler that Kenny Rogers did. And um, Leaving Louisiana in the Broad Daylight that uh, Oak Ridge Boys did. Let's see. The Gambler Songwriter. That's a, actually a movie. I mean, you know, so um, it's not like we're going off the beaten path or whatever you want to call it. Beaten path. Uh, because The Gambler was a movie. Uh, and it actually starred Kenny Rogers. I remember watching that when it was on television. And then they did the one Coward of the County. Uh, the, he made a movie about the coward of the county, and uh, he made that one uh, movie about was it Six Pack? Um, was like a sort of he was a NASCAR driver, I think. Um, who else was in that Six Pack? I'm still on Amsterdam over here, but I'm going to go to Six Pack. Kenny Rogers. It was kind. Of, I don't think it was like Stroke or Ace because. Uh, it was had little kids in it, so maybe it wasn't. I mean, Stroker Ace fucking raped Lonnie Anderson uh, because she passed out, and when she was passed out, he took her clothes off, and I guess he he fucked her while she was passed out. But back then, it was it was okay to date rape somebody. Uh, let's see, Diane Lane is in this um, Stroke or Six Pack. A race car driver is driving to a race in a motor home with his race car on a trailer. He gets stripped, uh, his car gets stripped of parts. He ends up with six orphan kids on his way to the race. And uh, I wonder how old Diane Lane was in this, because if she was one of the orphans, but she was over 18, uh, Kenny was pretty lucky because uh, she's a hottie. She's like the same age as me, so I could get her. Ellen Aim. Meow. She was good in those uh, Francis Ford Coppola uh, Rumblefish and um, what was the other one? Because she was Matt Dillon's girlfriend in Rumblefish. And the other one was The Outsider. She was Cherry. Cherry Valance. Um, gosh, she was. she's still gorgeous. I mean, you know. Let's see. Da, da, da. She is the daughter of acting coach Burton Eugene Burt Lane. Okay, who's her mother? Who's your mother? Uh, let's see. She was 13 when she was cast by director George Roy Hill in uh, the film A Little Romance with Sir Laurence Olivier. Uh, I have never seen that, I don't think. I've heard of I, and that's one of those ones, maybe I have seen it, but it was like when I was a kid, a long time ago. Uh, she was in that Cattle Annie and Little Britches. Uh, I just, I remember her big time when she played Ellen Aim in Streets of Fire, but like I said, Rumblefish and the Outsiders. Um, she is so good looking. And uh, The Cotton Club with Richard Gere, that's a good movie. 
I have a book my sister got me, and I haven't read it yet about the real. Um, it's not about. It, it might have some historical stuff about the Cotton Club in it, but it's about the making of this movie, The Cotton Club, and I think there was some mob money and some stuff like that involved in it, and somebody got uh, killed or murdered. Big Town that had uh, uh, Matt Dillon, Diane Lane, and Tommy Lee Jones. That's a good movie. Um, and I think her and Matt Dillon were dating for a while there. And that's why they were, well, it might not be why they were in the movies together, but, um, let's see who else was in, uh, this one, the big town. This is a rated R movie too. Bruce Dern, Tom Skerritt, uh, Lee Grant, Lee Grant, uh, David James Elliott. Wasn't he in, was he in Jag? That's not Jag guy, is it? Trumbo, yeah, Jag. That's the Jag guy, and he got to um, squeeze those big titties in Jag. And I'm not talking about his female co-host. I'm talking about his his supple own supple breasts. Catherine Bell, Rawr. oh, she's good looking. <laughs> Bruce Almighty, what's Catherine Bell? I'm going way down the groundhog hole. Um, and you know what? Um, in um, Death Becomes Her. I was saying in the last show about how I had such a, uh, you know, a real crush on Isabella Rossellini and that a lot of that came from death becomes her uh, because she did a nude scene. And um, then I found out that Catherine Bell was her body double. So when you see Isabella Rossellini's hot ass in death becomes her, when she gets out of like this, uh, this hot bath, and the guys come over and, and put a uh, like a robe on her. That is Catherine Bell's hot ass. Yeah. Oh, don't let it get me out. Don't let it get me out. Don't let it get me eaten by the monster of love. Eaten by the monster of love. Men of War. That was with Dolph. Catherine Bell is in that. And the guy that played, um, what was his name that I liked? And he's dead now. Uh, oh, shoot. Don't, uh, Trevor Goddard. He was, I li- always liked him. And wasn't he in the uh, one of the uh, karate movies? <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat. He was in Mortal Kombat. And I really liked him. And he passed away, I believe. Um. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Let's get down. Of course, it'd be down toward the bottom, I believe. Um, on July 7, 2003, Goddard was found dead in his home in North Hollywood, Los Angeles. He was only he was 40 years old. Initial reports indicated that Goddard was in the process of getting divorced and that suicide was suspected. Uh, an autopsy later showed that Goddard died from a drug overdose of heroin, cocaine, tem tamazepan and vicodin however his death was ruled accidental so maybe he was just doing some shit and um you know you start you know uh was it uh one pill down and 10 to go or 10 pills down and one to go um but he played kano in mortal Kombat. that's not a bad movie especially if you're like a youngster uh it's fun to watch um, I played the game sometimes, uh, but I wasn't like, you know, that into it. I like when they do the mashups with like uh, Mortal Kombat and uh, Marvel Comics or something 
or mashups like that, you know, uh, on some of the DC games. And uh, I don't know if Marvel games too, but they'll have like some of the Mortal Kombat characters show up as characters that are going to cha- challenge you. Challenge. He was in, of course, that Dolph Lundgren movie, which is what I was just talking about. Um, Deep Rising. What was Deep Rising? Was that a fish movie? Yeah, that was Treat Williams' fish movie. I was thinking of Leviathan. But uh, Deep Rising and Leviathan, I think, came out uh, right around the same time. And uh, the, the Abyss was another one. Of course, it was a big budget you know, uh, movie. And uh, there's, I like Treat. Who else is in Deep Rising? Famke? Let me look here. I like her. I had a big crush on her after the... Um, James Bond movie when she was like this uh, on a top the uh, crazy ass uh, killer that uh, would get like sexually aroused when she was mowing people down. I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of kind of turned me on. Uh, and she likes to do the leg squeeze thing. I like I don't I don't like um, someone like crushing me, squeezing me or anything. Um, but I think it's fucking hilarious one. And some of my, some, I think some of my friends that I share this with don't, don't understand or don't get it, but I fucking think it is funnier than shit. These guys that like to have women put them in like, um, head scissors and squeeze their fucking heads until like their heads turn red and purple and the woman's laughing and shit. It cracks me up when, like, a when a woman like that in the in those videos, they're not naked or anything. It's just like, or or put them in like a sleeper hold or something. These guys pay these women to do this to them, and it's funny watching them just fucking get the shit, you know, uh, choked. And they they like it, but it's not like they're laughing and and you know saying, oh yeah, they are in fucking they're getting punished. I mean, it's fucking hurting them. It's fucking funny. I think it's hilarious. Uh, that guy that I can never pronounce his name, Dimon Hounsau, the one with the deep voice that uh, was in Blood Diamond, and uh, oh, Amistad, Gladiator. He played like the kind of like a Woody Strode character in Gladiator. Um, but I don't know how to pronounce his name. Also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. What if? I watched those what ifs. Um, they were pretty good. Oh, poor Trevor Goddard. What else was he in besides, um, did he have like a long career? I wondered, I'm thinking that he might have been dating Catherine Bell at one time. Maybe he was getting her. He was on uh, JAG. Uh, he played Lieutenant Commander Mick Brumby. And I think, okay, Catherine Bell on JAG. Of course, she was on there with that other dude that took me down the groundhog hole just a minute ago. But I think that her, the guy on the show that was her boyfriend was Godard, Lieutenant Commander Mick Brumby. Because I believe he's the one that when you see like pictures of her from the show in a bikini on the beach, She's there with uh, with him. So maybe they actually dated. When Billy beat Bobby. Okay, that's about uh, Bobby Fisher and Billie Jean King. 
TV movie. Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds with Nicholas Cage. That movie, I don't know. I, I, <sighs> director Dominic Senna, and uh, I liked Angelina Jolie with the blonde hair in that. She was pretty hot in that. But like uh, Giovanni Ribisi uh, got on my nerves. Scott Kahn always gets on my Those two always get on my nerves. Um, the dialogue was horrible in it. It was stupid. The movie was stupid. I liked Delroy Lindo and uh, Timothy Oliphant. And uh, Robert Duvall is always good. Vinnie Jones. But... Um, I've watched that movie several times, but it really is a dumb movie. And I think it's meant to be dumb. I think that uh, Cage is like a, you know, Cage liked, wanted to do like a car movie and shit. And then, of course, everybody wanted to go out and buy a Mustang so that they, you know, Eleanor, Eleanor. And then if you watch the original Gone in 60 Seconds, which is like, um, they dub like all the dialogue after they made it and everything. It's, it's, uh, entertaining to watch in a super low budget fucking shit movie. Um, and then the, the real guy in that, the real, um, gone and sit, is it HB Halicki, uh, got killed making the follow-up to gone in 60 seconds. But this one is just dumb. It's just stupid. I, the dialogue and everything in it's stupid. It's supposed to be, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if this was a, uh, Bruckheimer movie. Uh, who's Dominic Senna? I know there was a race car driver named Senna. Okay, he did. Let's see what he directed. Known for, okay, director. I clicked director. Why is it? Gone in 60 Seconds, White Out with Kate Beckinsdale, which is a pretty good thriller. And you get to see her in her little white sports bra and panties at the beginning. Which, I mean, I mean, even now, I've seen pictures of her now, and she is fucking still smoking. She has a nice little bidet on her. Let's see. Kate, I want to see how old she is, if I could get her. Kate Beckinsdale. She is 49, so she's within my range. Uh, she's hot, and uh, she was really hot in that... Uh... I was going to say Conor McGregor. <laughs> Colin Farrell... Um... Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I really liked her. Uh, I've said that on the show before her stalking him and being a real badass. Oh, and she was in Van Helsing, which after underworld underworld, she was so sexy because it wasn't, it wasn't only the um, latex uh, wear or vinyl or latex like outfit which was fucking hot as shit. But she also had those fangs, which was hot. But then when you watched Van Helsing, um, it was kind of a letdown because she was so hot in Underworld. I And I was one of the few that I went to see Van Helsing in the um, theater and I liked it. And then I told all my friends, oh my God, I really like this. It's so much fun and everything. And then when people watched it, they were like, you thought that was good? You. Um, I have I've only I've maybe watched it once or twice after that. I've only watched it like ten times after. Uh, let's see, Whiteout. What's the deal with Whiteout? Gabriel Mock Mush Mock. 
I like him. I've said that before. He was in uh, one of the sequels to SWAT, which was really good. It was a straight to uh, DVD streaming, but I thought it was really good. Um, it's almost like Sniper. You know, I would I would like I would watch more SWAT movies if he was in it. And uh, it was called SWAT Firefight. And um, anybody else in that that I know? Robert Patrick, the uh... oh, Flyers just scored a goal. <laughs> that was their goal uh, horn. Uh, they suck this year. So I'm, you know, uh, let's see. Um, Celtics are starting to play good. I mean, I think they're playing good. At first, I was a little worried. But, like, uh, of course, the Pirates suck and the Flyers suck all the time. And it really is, you know, kind of. But the Cowboys, which is my other, which is my football team, they're doing well. Uh, behind enemy lines. Who am I looking up here? Oh, Gabriel Muck. Mushed. He should be in more stuff. Breaking at the Edge. He's on, he's on a lot of TV. Uh, he played Tal Weaver on 90210, uh, which we seem to talk about 90210 a lot. Uh, he was mo- mostly what I know him from is that TV show Suits. And it's got that redheaded chick that's got the big boobs. And she's pretty hot. Uh, what's her name? Not Meghan Markle. <laughs> Meghan Markle is on Suits uh, or was on Suits. But she is now like a, an exile, uh, uh, self-exile with her husband who is one of the um main characters in grant mcdonald's ram ranch prince harry with the i think uh, 12 inch cock and grant mcdonald i found out something the other day um that katherine heigl was on suits amanda shul what's the redhead okay uh sarah gray rafferty she is hot and she um um, one episode, I think she wore like a low cut dress to work. I can't remember why with no bra. And it was, uh, it was empowering to me. It empowered my penis. Um, but, um, who was I just talking? Okay. I said, Catherine Heigl suits Megan Markle. Okay. Grant McDonald and Rom Ranch, uh, 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Um, hot, hard, throbbing cocks, so hard, 18 naked cowboys out in the yard. Uh, Ram Ranch really rocks. There is a secret Ram Ranch email group, but it's a secret, so don't tell anybody. And uh, I found out something the other day. I was watching a YouTube video. There is a YouTube video with a guy that actually got a hold of Grant McDonald, the writer, the composer of Ram Ranch. And of course, Ram Ranch has like about 500. Grant McDonald has like 500 songs on, you know, that he has composed uh, that are online that you can get. And there's the Ram Ranch songs, but then there's some other songs too, but they're all like homoerotic, gay, uh, sex fantasy, uh, songs. And, um, but anyway, uh, I found a new, um, video on YouTube of somebody talking about Grant McDonald and everything about the popularity of Ram, Ram Ranch. 
uh, like people will go to Walmart and Target and things like that, and they'll go to where they have the Bluetooth speakers for sale, and they'll connect their phone to uh, one of the speakers, crank the speaker up as loud as it'll go, and then walk over a couple of aisles and start playing Ram Ranch, which uh, it's all about, the whole song is about big, hard, 12-inch throbbing cocks, you know, uh, come a-flowing, come a-flowing, come a-flowing. And so Ram Ranch has become really popular for people doing pranks like that uh, and doing them in restaurants um, and um, also trolling on um, um, online video games. You know, when people are playing video games, like, say, Call of Duty or something like that, uh, someone inevitably will start playing Ram Ranch in the background and they have the reaction videos to Ram Ranch and the trolling videos and all those prank videos and stuff on YouTube about Ram Ranch. But this guy was apparently, you know, Ram Ranch, um, Grant McDonald had some kind of a live, uh, str- live streaming feed or something where he was talking and I don't know if he was taking questions or something. But one of the songs, and I'm not sure if it's Ram Ranch, but it's another one of his songs. He sings about uh, fucking his nephew. And um, so, you know, people were assuming that it was just one of his fantasy, you know, songs or whatever. But then when they were talking about it on that live streaming feed, um, he was like defending having, you know, gay incest as long as it's two adults uh, that are consensual and all this and that. And it really fucking, you know, got got him some heat <laughs> with the whole with with the whole Ram Ranch crowd. So I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll have to I'll have to listen to it and see what he actually says, because um, a lot of people were really. Uh, I guess, turned on him because of that. Um, You know, who knows? But it's that whole internet uh, drama stuff. So, you know, I don't even know if it's fucking true or not or anything. I'm just spreading the rumor. Um, This dude, this Senna, Dominic Senna, credits, okay, as a director. He did Season of the Witch with Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman, and I like that. That was a good uh, one that I enjoyed. Uh, White Out, which, like I said, was pretty good thriller. Uh, Swordfish with Travolta and Hugh Jackman and Halle Berry. Uh, that also had Vinnie Jones. I wasn't like a big fan of that. Uh, eh. It was kind of like Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, and of course, that's maybe not the director's fault that the uh, the writing and shit just sucked. Who was the... Well, I guess it was the director of... I was going to say I did not like the... Uh, how the uh, swordfish was shot. It kind of reminded me of like Tony Scott or something. Uh, Halle Bear, Sam Shepard. I always like him. Bleh. 18 naked cowboys in the showers at Ram Ranch. Laura Lane. I'm just looking at her little thumbnail and she looks hot. So I wonder who she is. She was in swordfish VIP. That was with Pamela Anderson. Gloria, 1999. Is that Laura Brannigan? <laughs> I was looking uh, up some uh, so- something uh, uh, popped up the other day with Laura Branigan, uh, who um, died way too young. And I love that song. I can watch that song now, the, her video where she's singing it. And she was she was hot. 
calling glory, Gloria. I think I got your number. <laughs> Gloria, this was the Sharon Stone Gloria. Uh, who is she? She played Marcy on VIP. I like that little short-haired girl on VIP. She was hot. Um, and then Pamela Anderson. I think she, when she got um, hepatitis and all that, I think that 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 was like a. You don't see her. I mean, that show was pretty popular. That was one of, back like, uh, like kind of like the the Fox days, Fox Network, where um, they had like uh, I don't even know. I think it, maybe it was on Fox. Um, they had uh, what's that? Married with Children and stuff like that. I'm looking for that other little sweetheart. Where's the cast? Bruh. Calling glory, huh? Natalie Retano. Because, you know, you have, um, it's not, I like the, 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 I was going to say diversity, but I'm talking about just looks. When you have Pamela Anderson with the long blonde hair and the big, huge uh, fake titties, and then you have this chick, she had like a little short, um, like Alyssa Milano kind of haircut. And uh, what was the other girl? She had a nice body too. Mm. Calling glory, Gloria. I think I got your number. Jillian Barberi. She was one of those sports chicks. And I think she she got cancer or something. I don't know how she's doing now, but she was she was like a person that uh, there was rumors that her and Howard Stern might have had a fling, because he'd have her on the show and she'd flirt with him and stuff. She was um, a very uh, athletic lady. She was pretty, but she was but she she uh, I, I remember listening to Howard Stern and the consensus was she was hot. But she had a big mouth and she never shut up and was it got obnoxious. Uh, and Jenny McCarthy was kind of like that too. She'd try and be funny, but she wasn't funny. She just she thought it was funny because she was so hot that she would burp and fart all a lot and everything and pick her nose and it's like okay, that's not funny. Uh, Sydney Lamette. Sydney Lamette directed uh, Gloria with um, uh, Sharon Stone, which was a John Cassavetes um, remake from 1980. Oh, I've talked about that before on the show. Whatever happened to that little kid, Jean-Luc Figueroa? Did he ever do anything or did he become a victim of Hollywood? Too much too soon, daddy. I'm not even going to look him up because I don't care. Uh, he is an actor known for Music of the Heart, Gloria, Law and Order. That was all 1999, so maybe he got out of all that shit. Out of all the... Uh, Sam the Man, Law and Order. He didn't have very many credits, so maybe his. God, I hope he's not dead. I mean, I ho- I don't want to sound heartless, like I don't give a shit, but I'm not going to look him up because I don't care. <laughs> George C. Scott was in uh was in this Gloria, and Kathy Moriarty. She was in Raging Bull and Neighbors with uh, Danny Aykroyd and Jean Balushi. Uh, she was hot back in the day. She was really young when she started. She was only like um, fucking 18 or something when she was in, uh, uh, was it Raging Bull? Uh, yeah. Bronx-born actress Kathy Moriarty was just 18 years old, fresh out of high school, and had no idea that her life was about to change. Joe Pesci discovered her competing 
in a bathing suit contest at a bath. Uh, he invited her to audition uh, for the part of Vicky LaMotta. I, remember, I loved Raging Bull. I watched that movie like a million times because I was a big boxing aficionado back in the day uh, in my other life. And um, I wanted to find out. I mean, I have books and books and books about all the old boxers and uh, and um, Kathy Moriarty. But I remember when um, this movie came out, the real Vicky LaMotta, because Jake was like, fucking way older i think he started fucking vicky he was married jake lamotta was married and he started fucking vicky and vicky was underage i believe and um so when raging bull came out jake lamotta was like in his maybe 60s or something mid 60s uh, but uh vicky lamotta was still pretty young because there was this big age difference and she posed for playboy. I'm going to look her up. Cause I haven't, I haven't thought about her in a long time. La Mata calling Gloria, Gloria. She is 75. And how old was Jack? She was born in 1930 and Jack La Mata, Jake. I thought there was a big age difference. Maybe there wasn't a huge age. Let's see. He was born in, okay, uh, 1922. So there's uh, eight years difference. But uh, when you're like in your late 20s and your girlfriend is under age, you know, eight years, it's not as big a difference when you get older. But I think she was very young. How old was she when she started, when he started banging her? Vicky, she was 16. Uh, when she was 16, she married 24-year-old Jake LaMotta. Uh, okay. After becoming pregnant with his child, she had met him uh, previously a year before the community pool. I think that, well, he was involved with a lot of the mafia and stuff like that. Uh, da, da, da. She is known for her work as a model. She posed nude for Playboy in 81 at the age of 51. Okay. Um, and he was a, if you, you know, I, I don't know. I only know about how he was portrayed in the movie. And he was actually a consultant and stuff on that movie. But uh, he was a violent uh, uh, fucking like wife beater. And he got thrown in prison for uh, rape. And uh, he was, he picked up two uh, two girls, I think at a, at the, his bar and, or a bar that he was doing his act in or something and went back and then he screwed the one or two of them or whatever, but they were underage and, uh, they, they got in the bar, they showed fake IDs and shit. Um, but you know, you wonder about, you know, when they talk about CTE these days and these guys getting like brain damage, and uh, how it can affect them, and they become uh, really violent and everything. If anybody had CTE, it had to be Jake LaMotta. Especially, like a lot of these boxers, um, uh, they were, I remember back in the day, they called it being punch drunk. And these guys would, after they retired, or even before they retired, because they could never give it up, was so like this, so you couldn't hardly understand them. 
And, um, but I mean, Jake LaMotta was known for being able to take a punch and, you know, really taking brutal beatings and coming back and winning or, you know, uh, all that shit. Uh, let's see what do we got going on here. Daddy. Oh, yes. Let's see. Vicky left the marriage, taking her three small children with her, with her. I'm hungry. Uh, the drinking increased, and he began taking his anger out on Vicky, becoming more controlling. At 27, she left the marriage, taking her kids. Uh, let's see. She was good looking. He screwed up. Uh, and then he went to jail. In jail. Let's see. What's going on with Jacques? Jacques Lamotta. He, I want to see how he died and all that. LaMotta, the Bronx Bull, stars William Forsyth as Jake LaMotta, with Paul Sorvino playing his father. It also features Joe Montaigne, Tom Sizemore, Penelope Ann Miller, Natasha Henstridge, Joey Diaz, Ray Wise. Okay, now, of course, that's not going to be as good as Raging Bull, which was Martin Scorsese and Pesci and uh, Robert, that old Robert De Niro. Um, but I might watch that anyway, just for shits and giggles. What have we got going on here? LaMotta died from complications of pneumonia in a nursing home at age 95. So, I mean, you know, he lived for a long time. What's going on here with his, I wanted to see about that rape allegation. LaMotta learned to box while in reformatory where he had been sent for attempted robbery. That was when he was a kid. What about these rape allegations? Calling Gloria, Gloria. I think I got your number. Okay, he had four daughters. Sanuch. I don't care about any of this. In the movie, he went to jail. How come I'm not reading about it in here? How many fights does this fucker have? He had... 106 fights. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he had some kind of brain damage. <laughs> Johnny, you got to keep talking because you don't want dead air. You don't want dead air to be flowing to the air. That didn't even rhyme because I just said air twice. Okay, I can't find it. But why am I even looking this up? This is boxing. Okay, well, Raging Bull. I mean, that's a movie. And the one with, um, what's his face, is a movie. Giacob. G-I-A-C-O-B-B-E. Giacob. Okay, let's get off of Jacob. Well, goddammit, I wanted to see about him. Okay, Jake La Mata Rape. How about that? Why was Jake LaMotta arrested? Okay, you got to go to Quora. Quora knows. Gloria. You'll never believe it, but when I was in jail, there was actually an Amish guy there. What the hell? 
What could have possibly, well, he have possibly done? Oh, shut up, you dumbass. I want to see what the fuck he did. Okay. In 1958, he was arrested and charged for introducing men to an underage girl, 14, at a club he owned in Miami. He was convicted of two counts of promoting prostitution and served six months on a chain gang, although he maintained his innocence. Okay. So uh, let's see here. He opened a nightclub in Miami Beach. Uh, LaMotta went to jail in 1957 for enabling prostitution of a minor when a uh, a 14-year-old girl. Well, that guy put when a 14-year-old girl. So uh, he was charged with introducing her to another man. And I believe he said that he, you know, he didn't know how old she was. And she just was hanging out at the bar. And he said, hey, this is what's her face, you know. Calling glory, I was going to say something about the pretenders when I when he uh, they said he was on a chain gang with Chrissy Hine. I I was a big fan of theirs when they had that uh, middle of the road uh, and uh, was that learning to crawl? That's just off the top of my head. Pretenders and I liked uh, got brass in pocket. Uh, that was the one the album they had before that. Their real big one, when James Honeymoon Scott was still alive. Uh, Pretenders, learning to crawl. Yeah, learning to crawl. And um, one of my favorite songs on that is uh, Two Thousand Miles." It's kind of a Christmas song. I really like that one. Uh, and "Thumbelina" is a good song off of that. And then they broke up. She was she was dating that uh, dude, that dude that was on um, oh that did the remake of uh, I can't help falling in love with you. I think you know wise men say no that wasn't who it was. But I I hated that. I hated that song because I love Elvis and I thought it was a bastardization of Elvis. Hind had a daughter Natalie with Ray Davies of the Kinks. And that was in 1983. How old is she? She's, a, she's like my age. No, my God, she's 71. Jesus Christ, she's old. Uh, way, way older than me. Uh, okay, get back down here, Daddy. I wanted to see... Okay, uh, Simple Minds, uh, Jim Kerr. Don't you forget about me. That was the guy that she was married, you know, from uh, Breakfast Club. See, it's still all about the movies. On Silver and Gold and Babylon. Let's see what else did she do. Okay, they were, they had a daughter together. She was married to him, and uh, they lived. Da, 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 and divorced in 1990. Hein then married a Colombian artist and sculptor Lucho Breda. Breva. They divorced in 2002. She's hard to get along with, and she's too old for me anyway. Uh, she is described as a vegetarian. She is an activist for PETA, supporter of PETA, and there's some bad stuff I've heard about PETA, so I'm not exactly sure that that's a good thing. I mean, I'm all for animal rights, but PETA is uh, a bit um, out there, I think. Okay, let's get off Chrissy Hind. We're still, you know, like I said, we were still in the... Um, in the whole movie business with uh, the breakfast club, which is a, a big, a big um, favorite. Oh, my neck is so, Oh, God damn. 
the concrete daddy. I'm only, I'm like halfway through the show. We might have to cut this one short. Uh, but I still don't care about Jean-Luc uh, Figure, Figueroa uh, from Gloria. But I'm surprised. Now that I see that uh, George C. Scott is in this, uh, and Bobby uh, Cannavale is in is in uh, the Sharon Stone Gloria, too. So that's two people there. And I like Sharon Stone. I was, she was hot back then. Man, she was hot. Row. Piece of arse. Okay. Who are we? Okay, we were with uh, Swordfish Dude. Dude. Laura Lane from... Uh, uh, I wonder if she ever got naked. Let me look her up. I'll give you a critique of Laura Lane. Laura Lane Nude. Calling glory, Gloria. I don't see any nudes. Usually, if you put in such and such nude, so she must not have. She must not have got naked. That's a surprise. What the fuck? Oh, safe search is filtering adult results. Turn it off. Okay, you're about to see adult content. This will turn off safe search. Yeah, she was nude. She's nude as hell. Wait a minute, that's Amber Lynn. Okay, let me think here. Okay, I'm seeing a lot of titties, but I'm not sure if any of these are that woman, though. I put in Laura Lane nude, and I got, uh, who is that? That's not, that doesn't look like her. And there's Diane Lane. That's probably from that Richard Gere movie where she was married to Richard Gere and cheating on him with a Latin stud. Laura Wiggins, that's not her. See, it brought up all these boobies, but none of them are the person. So she must not oppose nude because none of these are her. Okay. She good. Hey, she good girl. She good girl. <laughs> okay, let's get off of this. What's this here? Uh, I just saw the male frontal nude scenes. I guarantee you Jan Michael Vincent's on there because I think he was the first one in a major... Hollywood movie that showed his cack in Buster and Billy. Cack. Who's that? Is that uh Oh, I never saw Midsomar. Midsomar. Is that Vin Diesel? <laughs> These are just little uh the little thumbnails, so I can't tell who's who. There's Thomas Hayden Church. He showed his wang. Is that Vigo Men from True Blood? No, the guy from True Blood is isn't he the um what was his name? True Blood Wang. Oh god, everybody in True Blood showed their their dicks, from what I can tell. Yeah. Okay. Who else? There's that uh what's his name? Harry Potter. He showed his dick. There's Scarlet naked. Uh under the skin. Yeah, she did the whole spiel there. Uh, what else we got here? I'm seeing a lot of peckers. Calling glory, huh? Okay, I'll probably end up seeing like Kelsey Grammer or something's dick. <laughs> I better get off here. Uh, okay. Eh. I gotta be honest with you. I'd rather look at like these chicks. Uh, Eva Green. She's looking really good in that one movie. Uh, Loaf and I, uh, uh, reviewed that one movie and she was like in an, a threesome. It was her and her brother and some other dude were living together in France during these uh, like uh, uh, protests and everything back in the day. And they were having like a threesome and stuff. And it was, it was like some incestuous 
I wouldn't say incestuous overtones. I mean, they were, I think, flat out having sex. Her and her brother and this other dude. And there's uh, Alexandra Daddario. Of course, the true detective scene. That's like famous. I'm getting off here. This is too much pornography and stuff. Maybe I should turn safe search back on. I can't be looking at this crap during a show. Meh! Laura Lane. Okay, well, she looked good there. I'm surprised. I shouldn't prejudge, right? Uh, Cameron Organziano. What was he? Okay, that was S-word fish. Uh, Travolta was just eh, too over the top in that. I don't like when he's over the top too much. Uh, California with Brad Pitt and what's her name? Lewis, Juliet Lewis. And uh, the guy from X-Files, David Duchovny, who uh, has come out and said that he was a sex addict in real life. I remember this movie. This movie was kind of a kind of a serial killer sort of movie, I believe. Brad Pitt was in some shitty movies. Um, I like Brad Pitt. Let me look up. Let's go down Brad Pitt hole. Uh, that one uh, was the, what, the one he got coming out where he's like a, pro, a director in movies in the 50s, maybe. Okay, Bullet Train. I actually heard some people say that was really good. Uh, it looked like a really action comedy kind of a kind of a thing. I haven't watched it yet, though. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High Table Read. He was up for the part of Brad Hamilton. Brad. Who was Brad in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Was that uh, the Judd? Was it not Judd? <laughs> this sucks. Uh, Dane Cook. Okay, this is the Fast Times at Ridgemont High Table, high table Read. Three guys set out on an adventure that will change their lives. Peter is depressed. Joe is sad. And Thor is the one managing their emotions. Okay, this is a movie. This is, a, I thought maybe this was like uh, highlights from, uh, well, maybe it is. Okay, okay. Jennifer Aniston, Dane Cook, Morgan Freeman is the narrator. Jimmy Kimmel, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Jeff Spicoli, Ray Liotta as Mr. Hand, Brad Pitt as... Brad Hamilton. Okay, that was what's his name that worked at the uh, restaurant that uh, saw Phoebe Cates' tits. Stacy Julia Ro- Julia Roberts. Matthew McConaughey is Mike Damone, who was selling the. Uh, no, he didn't have Blue Oyster Cult tickets. He had cheap trick tickets. Charles Jefferson is John Legend. What is this? Is there a trailer? Is this a movie? And, the, and these are the people from Fast Times Ridgemont High grown up. Or what? I don't even see a trailer. When's this coming? Okay, 2020. It's called Fast Times at Ridgemont High Table Read. Three guys set out on an adventure that will change their lives. Peter is depressed, Joe is sad, and Thor is the one managing their emotions. Well, that's Hemsworth. Thor. Goo. I'm just kidding. Okay, let's see if there's anything. I don't know anything. Okay, let's get off that because I don't know anything about it and I don't, I don't see anything. Ad Astra. I did not see that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt was good in that. Deadpool 2, he plays Vanisher. Okay, I like Deadpool 2. I like Cables in it and Juggernaut. They did Juggernaut really well in that. Uh, War Machine, that was okay. It was a true story about the 
fucking what's his name, the general in, uh, that uh, was um, acting like a douchebag and Obama fired him. Allied, that's him and Marion Cottrell. And I believe that is when his uh, marriage to Angelina Jolie broke up. They said that he was, the rumor was that Brad Pitt was uh, having an affair with Marion Cotillard. I said Cottrell, Cotillard. But I don't know if that's true or not. And I saw her naked today online and she has a pretty nice body and nice boobies. Jared Harris, that is uh, Sal. Uh, from uh, Down Under, uh, one of our friends of the show. She really likes him. Uh, he is Professor Moriarty in some Sherlock Holmes stuff. Uh, okay, I missed some of these, Brad Pitt. I'm going to have to go back and find them and watch them because I usually watch all his stuff. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Big Short was good. That was a good movie all the way around. Um Fury, or as my friend Greg says, Furry. That was good. He was in 12 Years a Slave and had a good part in that. Uh, the Counselor was, you know, just like I said, that was one of those ones that should have been better, but the dialogue was just horrible. It was just, you know, good cast, but the dialogue was shit. Shit. Juliet Lewis, who was the girl in California? Driver? Oh. Okay, a journalist duo go on a tour of serial killer murder sites with two companions, unaware that one of them is a serial killer himself. Kathy Larson, she was pretty good looking in that, but I don't know what else she's been in. Fried Green Tomatoes, Little Darlings, uh, TV stuff. Oh, she didn't do too much after uh, California in 93. I wonder if she just quit the business or what happened. She was on One Life to Live. That's a soap opera. As the World Turns, that's a soap opera. Ryan's Hope, another soap opera. Fried Green Tomatoes. I have not seen that. I wonder what happened to her. Does she have, do they have a bio? She fell off the, obviously fell off the planet Earth. No biography or nothing on IMDb for uh, for this lady. Thought she was pretty good looking. Hey, that's a damn shame. She was good looking. Oh, uh, let's see. Let's get off pit. Feel like making love to you. Boom. Silk stockings. What am I looking up here? Oh, I was. Uh, this is a. Uh, uh, Trevor Goddard. If he was on Silk Stockings, I guarantee you, he showed his ass and was naked fucking somebody because that's all that show was about. Um, going to sneeze. Okay, let's get... God, I, I was on that Goddard guy forever. And it's not even worth, like, even anything to even be going down that hole. Well, I don't want to go down the Mortal Kombat hole either. So that that'll be that'd be a mistake. Tom Tiny Lister was on Men of War, and Kevin T. Kevin Ty, Kevin T. from Emergency played Roy DeSoto on Emergency with uh, Johnny Gage, who was Randolph Mantooth. Dig it. Okay, we watched. Uh, we actually reviewed Men of War, uh, so I'm not going to. Uh, talk about it we can go back and uh, find that on the silver and gold arc archives jag 
what's her name? Okay, so she was hot. Now we feel like we're going back in in like time and because it's people that we were just talking about. Diane Lane, Essie Hinton. Snort, what kind of show is this, Johnny? Hey, Jenny! What's this? Uh, Anthony Michael Hall was in uh, Six Pack. Okay, so now I remember why, why, how we got involved with all that shite. And he was in, uh, wasn't he in Breakfast Club? And Johnny B. Good. They used to carry his guitar in a gunny sack. Okay, that was Amsterdam. Good cast. So, I mean, it only got a 6.1 out of 10 with that kind of cast. And then this one, See How They Run, looks like it would be good. Uh, this is... Um, uh, who was in this? Uh, what's his face with the big butt? Big butt. Where you at? Sam Rockwell. And uh, Sarsha Ronan. She's good. Uh, Adrian Brody. I like him. Big nose guy. And I liked him in the uh, Predators and Hollywood Land. And then he was in that one movie about where they, it was the true story about where they did that, um, that uh, like a sociological scientific uh, testing where they, it was based on a real story where they put, they got a bunch of, um, uh, I think students or people put an ad in the paper and they showed up and they said, okay, we're going to, it's going to be like you're in prison. Half of you, they div divided them up. Half of them were the guards and half of them were the prisoners. And then they um, kind of showed, or they, they wanted to see how they would react. Like when you give somebody a little bit of power over somebody else and it really went downhill big time. Okay. Adrian Brody, let's look him up because he was in that, uh, in that uh, new movie um, about Marilyn Monroe, Blonde. Wonder who he played in that. Looks like Bobby Cannavale. Did he play? Um, uh, what's his name? Joe DiMaggio, maybe. Okay, who do we have playing who in here? Okay, uh, Julian Nicholson. I like her. She was on, like, Law & Order, I believe. I can't remember what else. Um, well, where's the whole cast? Because I just saw that fucker. Okay, all cast and crew. I want to see who's portraying famous people. Of course, Anna D. Armas is playing Marilyn Monroe, Norma Jean. Edward G. Robinson, Evan Williams. I'm not sure who he is. Okay, okay, okay. Well, goddamn it, ex-athlete Bobby Cannavale. So apparently, it looks like he is playing um, Joe DiMaggio, but maybe they couldn't use the name. I don't know, because that's a you know what it looks like. Okay, Tony Curtis is played by Tony Curtis, so I don't know what's going on there. And then they have Tony Curtis played by Michael Massini. So that must be the young Tony Curtis. Jack Lemon, portrayed by Chris Lemon. Uh, Joe E. Brown, he was a famous like stand-up comedian that got in trouble with 
the mob uh, for gambling debts. Dick Tracy, he got a bulldog jaw. Dick Tracy, Bugs Bunny. What? They have like actors playing Bugs Bunny and Dick Tracy. The president, Casper Philipson. So that's got to be JFK. Maybe they couldn't. Uh, well, goddamn, he looks just like JFK. So apparently that's who he's playing because that fucker looks like JFK. Uh, apparently they could not use some people's names. I have not seen this movie. So I don't know, but I'm looking, you know, for all the famous people and it won't say, it'll say like X or athlete. Um, if I was like having sex with Marilyn Monroe and they were making a movie, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Tell them, put the, put my name right on that one there. I was the best she ever had. And that's of course what she would say. Wasn't any good for anything else, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? I guess I don't know. Okay. Well, that might be all right. I don't know. Billy Wilder by Ravil Asyanov. Adrian Brody plays the playwright. So he is probably Arthur Miller. I would say. Guh. The playwright. So anyway, and they, and they have her listed as Norma Jean. So they don't even have her listed as... Marilyn Monroe. So I guess that's one of those ones you got to watch. I saw a clip from that and she's given like somebody a blowjob. And I mean, it's like a brown bunny when what's her name was given. What's his name? A, a fucking blowjob. Either she was given a blowjob or she was doing it to a dildo. Dildo. Uh, clean. I like that movie. Clean with Adrian Brody. That was pretty good. Um, tormented by his past, a garbage man named Clean attempts a quiet life of redemption, but soon finds out, uh, finds himself uh, forced to reconcile with the violence of his past. That was pretty good. I actually liked that one. Uh, I saw the trailer for it. I think it was straight to uh, straight to streaming, and I actually rented it. Diggy, diggy, diggy. And he's on Peaky Blinders. I, I need to watch the final season of that and the final season of Mr. Robot. French Dispatch, I like that. What's a chapel weight? Let me look. Maybe I'll find something good that I can recommend to you or bring to your attention, not recommend because I haven't seen it. This is on epics. In 1850s, Captain Charles Boone relocates his family to his ancestral home in the small sleepy town of Preacher's, Preacher's Corners. Charles will soon have to convert uh, the secrets of his family's history and fight to end the madness. So is this kind of like a psychological thriller or a horror movie? Kind of looks like a horror movie. Or is it a horror show? Okay, it's got Adrian Brody. He played, uh, I was going to say Zucchini. He played <laughs> he played Houdini in a, like a little miniseries. I think it was like two or three episode miniseries. Houdini and Zucchini. His nose looks like a Zucchini. Goo. No, I like him, so I can make fun of him. We're tight. Dice. Adrian Bro. Okay, that was the... I watched a couple of episodes of the uh, Andrew Dice Clay show on uh, Showtime, and I thought it was pretty good. He was pretty funny. He's a good actor. Um, who else was on that? Ron Livingston. I like him. David Arquette. Yeah, he's a pretty nice guy. Like I said, I just didn't like those... Stupid uh, commercials. 
Patrick Fischler. I liked him too. He was in that movie with Nicole Kidman where she was um, like a Russian bride that came over and he married her or something, I think. And she was hot in that. Nicole Kidman was always pretty hot. She has a nice body, as you saw in Eyes Wide Shut. Nice long legs. And Eyes Wide Shut, you look like you could bounce a fucking quarter off her ass. Uh, Capital scored 1-1. Flyers are tied. Snort. Fuck a duck. That was the booing sound. Uh, Let's see. Okay, let's get off here. And um, well, how much time we got left? Eh, God damn it. It's only been 11 minutes since I said that my neck was hurting. No, I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, David O. Russell. That's who I was looking at. Tickets to Paradise. That was George Clooney and what's-her-face. Not Eric Roberts. Julia Roberts. (laughs) Triangle of Sadness. I believe that Justin, the cinemasochist, watched that. I think that's Woody Harrelson. And he said it was pretty good, I believe. Uh, and that's not by a what's-his-face. That just shows up as something else you might like. It's by Ruben Ost- Ostland, written and directed by Ruben Ostland. I told Justin I thought it kind of looked like that high-rise uh, oh, movie with uh, you know all the rich, like class warfare kind of a thing. Yeah, but I don't. Um, I, I might be a little off on that because I haven't seen this, so I don't know. I just watched the trailer. Um, but I thought it looked good. good. Woody Harrelson is usually pretty good. He has like a lighthearted movie coming out where I think he was like an NBA basketball coach or an NCAA basketball coach, and he gets he gets um, fired and banned or something, and then he has to somehow has to coach a Special Olympics uh, basketball team. And, uh, so it's probably like a little bit of a feel good movie there. Okay. The woman King. I did not think that even looked good and it, it failed at the box office big time. It was a, uh, a bust or whatever you want to call it. Poker face with Russell, Russell Crow. I was telling some people, uh, that I, I saw that and thought it looked like it might be worth a watch. Um, okay, let's get off here. I'm starting to not want to talk anymore. <laughs> I don't know. My neck is really stiff. And, um, well, my back's been fucked up the last couple of days. And I had to uh, pick Mary up uh, because her her uh, hip, I think it's just her one hip on one side is bothering her. And um, so she, I only have like three steps that go up to my porch on the side of my house and um, that goes into the kitchen and she couldn't even go up the steps because she couldn't lift her back legs uh, to even get on the, the even the first step. And so anyway, I had to pick her up. Um, every time I would go out to try and get her, it was freezing out. And every time I try and go out to get her, she would go under the porch. So I couldn't get her. And it was, like I said, it was fucking like 30 degrees out or 28 or something, but she ended up staying outside almost the whole night uh, because she wouldn't come and I couldn't get her. And um, then when I would stand at the kitchen door, 
she would come to the steps and stand there like she was trying to get up and trying to come up the steps, but she couldn't. Then she goes around to the front steps and she can't go up those. And then I'm like, you know, come on, Mary, come on. And then she um, gets frustrated on the front steps, runs around to the back and tries to come up. the, And it just goes back and forth like a fucking three stooges goddamn routine. And um, but I couldn't get her. And then when I would go down to try and just pick her up, she every time she would just run under the porch. So and I wasn't mad or anything because, you know, they can sense when you're mad. Uh, if you're like going, get the hell in here, you know? So it wasn't like that, but she wouldn't come in. What's this? Okay. This is Danny DeVito. And just, so anyway, I had to pick her up and I, I think she probably weighs like 50 pounds or something, but it's one of those deals when your back's like perpetually fucked up. Uh, and I had to, I did get her, I tricked her the one day I got her leash and her harness and she was under the porch and I walked down to the gate. So she thought we were going for a walk. So I put the harness on her and the leash and I walked her back up to the porch. Well, the harness has like a little uh, handle on the top of it. Uh, and so I could pick her up with that and I don't have to pick her up all the way. I could just um, lift her up and it lifts like her chest and stuff, takes the weight off of her so she could go up and I got her in the house. And then the next time I tried that when she was outside, she knew that I was tricking her and so she wouldn't come. And then the one time I took her food out there and stuff and she was eating and I, I was petting her and then I just, I didn't have a harness on or anything. So I just picked her up and I think I kind of like, um, strained my back a little bit. So that's probably why my neck is hurting. What is this here? This is Michael Keaton and it looks like a circus movie or something. It's a tra little trailer that's playing in a... Well, let me see if I can hear it. Okay, this is... It's like a Big Ears. Oh, Dumbo. It's the movie about Dumbo. Michael Keaton. Colin Farrell. This is like a live-action Dumbo. Danny DeVito. Eva Green, she's so hot. I like Michael Keaton. I think he's from Pittsburgh and he likes hockey. Okay, this is like the making of Dumbo. That came out a while back, I think. I never saw it. I haven't seen Dumbo since I was a little kid. Okay, so anyway, that was just playing on a, the screen was uh, for 1986's Wise Guys. And uh, it's a Brian De Palma movie with Danny DeVito, Joe Piscopo, Harvey Keitel. And I don't think I've seen this, so I need to, if this is Brian De Palma and it's got fucking Harvey Keitel in it, I want to see it. But it also has Joe Piscopo in it. And I like Danny DeVito, too, but Joe Piscopo. Harry Valentini and Moe Dickstein are both errand boys for the mob. When they lose $250,000, they are set up uh, to kill each other. But they run off to Atlantic City and comedy and comedy flows. Follows. <laughs> comedy flows. <laughs> comedy follows. I don't know if that looks any good at all. 
got Ray Sharkey in it. He played Sonny Steelgrave in Wise Guys with Ken Wall. Captain Lou Albano is in this. Plays Frank the Fixer. Uh, Dan uh, Hedaya, who was in... Was he the one that was in Night of the... What was that show called with uh, Brolin? Night of the Juggler? And he's shooting at Brolin with a 12-gauge shotgun right in the middle of the on the street on uh, Times Square with all kind of people around, which was funny. Actually, it was funny. Uh, and he played uh, Carla's husband, ex-husband on Cheers. But this doesn't even look good. Hmm. Who is that? Okay, let's see. Let me let me look. Let me see what this. What's this rate? I mean, what's the the five point six out of ten? But that might just be De Palma, like saying, you know, okay, you know, I want to try making different kinds of movies, so I want to do a comedy. It might be all right. Trivia: Brian De Palma was forced to make this movie because. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Brian De Palma cast Danny DeVito and Joe Piscopico, Joe Piscopico because he loved Johnny Dangerously, which is probably the only good thing Joe Piscopo was in. And Michael Keaton was the star of that, and Joe Piscopo was just a douche. Douche. De Palma reportedly laughed hysterically throughout an advanced screening of Johnny Dangerously. Or did he laugh hysterically throughout an advanced screening of Wise Guys, this movie? I don't, I don't think he would laugh hysterically at a screening advanced screening of his own movie. Why would he need an advanced screening? Okay. Uh, Rare comedy for Brian De Palma. Meh. I'm not seeing anything in here that makes... Okay, debut leading role in cinema movie of Joe Piscopo, and he probably never had a lead role in anything else after this. Hmm. In recent years, De Palma has expressed regret in making this film. In a 2013 interview, it's not one of my favorites because nobody at the studio ever liked it. It was given a go by one administration and they left and then another administration came in. It was a bastard child that no one wanted anything to do with. So that was not a pleasant experience, but I liked working with Danny DeVito so much uh, that we managed to soldier through it. Notice he didn't say that he liked working with Joe Piscopo so much. So, you know, there you go. Uh Anyway, I might watch it. I don't know. Snake Eyes with uh, Brian De Palma. That was Nick Cage and Gary Sinise. And what's her name's in that? She's got nice berries. Uh, Carla Jugdino. She's so hot. There's lots of that. That saying comes up a lot on the show. That was a pretty good movie. It was one of those ones that's more known for the um how it was shot like one single shot kind of a deal i guess i don't give a fuck i'm done i'm done watching this see let's what's what's going on on facebook maybe somebody's got something going on on here that uh will stimulate me and make me want to continue doing this show today how much time we got left okay we got still got some god damn this dragon <laughs> I was listening to Paleo Cinema Podcast today, episode 257, Gunman's Walk and Arizona Raiders. 
uh, old tab hunter. And Van Heflin, I like Van Heflin. He was in Shane. Uh, Ombre with uh, Paul Newman, blue-eyed Paul Newman. That's a good movie. That is a, uh, what's his face? Oh, what's that guy's name that uh, he did uh, Mr. Majestic too? Ombre. Ile Ombre. He said, no reason to get yourself all busted up. Now, that was from uh, Joe Keed, who also did... Um, Elmore Leonard. Wasn't Joe Kidd an Elmore Leonard movie too? And so was Ombre. Elmore Leonard. Ma, 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 Johnny. Ma, 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 Johnny. You are so stupid. You deserve everything you get in life. Johnny. <laughs> get Shorty. They must, okay, they made a TV series called Get Shorty. Justified was Elmore Leonard. That's one of my favorite shows. What else we got here? Kill Shot was pretty good. It was an okay, but like kind of Mr. Majestic kind of a story. But that had Thomas Jane and Mickey Rourke. They made a movie out of it, and it had a lot of, uh, I think for some reason I'm thinking it had a lot of problems when they were making it. So it didn't. What's the story on that? Because I read the book. Thomas Jean, Diane Lane is also in that. And uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Rosario Dawson. She's fucking hot. <laughs> I was sold on her, and she was the only good thing in Alexander because she did a like full nude thing. Colin Farrell showed his long balls, but Rosario Dawson, uh, wow, she's nice. She looked nice. Okay, what was I looking at? Okay, the, um, the trivia for this. Because I was when I saw Mickey Rourke, I was like, okay, goddamn, Mickey Rourke's going to play the the bad guy in this. So, and I liked the kind of liked the book. Uh, originally set up in 2002 with Tony Scott directing, Robert De Niro playing uh, Amand Digas, and Quentin Tarantino playing Richie Nix. Okay, well that's yeah, God, yeah that's great. Tarantino is an actor. <laughs> Fart noise. No, he's not bad. Uh, all the scenes involving corrupt cop Johnny Knoxville were cut from the final movie good because test screening audiences found the movie too confusing. Well, and he sucks. Bruce Willis was originally set to star as Wayne Coulson. Okay, so this was, it went around. Uh, the script was un had uncredited rewrites from Sidney Pollack and Anthony Minjala. The film was also dedicated to, to their memory in the end credits. Viggo Mortensen and Justin Timberlake were considered for the roles of Wayne Coulson and Richie Nix. So it went around, and then they finally decided on um, what's-his-face. Mickey Rourke and Thomas Jean and uh, Diane Lane. God, Justin Timberlake is not a bad actor. I, I never liked him. Uh, that much, but uh, I've seen him in some stuff that was he was he wasn't bad. What's this movie here? Miles from Home. I think I saw this a long time ago. Uh, two brothers are forced off their farm. Okay, this was back when all the farm stuff was going on. Like uh, they had Farm Aid and John Cougar Mellencamp and Willie Nelson and all these uh, guys were doing the Farm Aid stuff. Uh, and um, it was directed by Gary Sinise. Okay. Okay. Uh, two brothers uh, who are forced off their farm 
in debt stricken in let's see two brothers who are forced off their farm in the debt stricken midwest become folk heroes when they begin robbing banks uh, that have been foreclosing on farmers and it stars richard Gere, penelope ann miller she was big at one time like a go-to kind of a chick like uh carlito's way i know there was some people uh, there was um one movie reviewer i can't remember who it was that really couldn't stand her and said she was just uh, void of any kind of i don't know if i'm gonna say charisma or what i remember uh richard Gere fucking some chick in this okay it's got brian dennehy who else is in this daddy oh uh, penelope and miller samooch uh helen hunt and her big forehead but she got nice boobs Lori Metcalf, she's pretty hot. What was she? And she's a, a, a exotic dancer. Oh, she was the chick on um, uh, the Roseanne. She was Roseanne's sister in the TV show Roseanne. Lori Metcalf. I know I recognize that name, but I, I mean, maybe that was when she was young, or maybe maybe she was playing like a washed up kind of low budget stripper. John Malkovich is in this. I don't remember it being anything great. That's eh, average, 5.7 out of 10. Who's this young dude that's his brother? Did he do anything after this? Bro, let me tell you something. My fucking back and neck are hurt. They're so stiff. Goddamn. Kevin Anderson has been a Steppenwolf Theater Ensemble member for 35 years. Okay, what else was he in that I would know him from besides this uh, Richard Gere movie? That's like uh, not poop. Maybe a lot of TV, Charlotte's Web. That was a good story when, you know, when I was a kid or whatever. He played John F. Kennedy in Power and Beauty. That's TV. Lots of TV. I guess. Hunt for the Unicorn Killer. Ira, he played Ira Einhorn. Uh, I remember that, that fucking scumbag fucking killed is stalked and killed his ex-girlfriend and murdered her and put her in a trunk and had her just in his fucking apartment. And then he went on the run and went to France and lived over there because they didn't have any extradition. The cops showed up to his fucking apartment because they said some, the neighbors were complaining that something stunk and they found her dead body in, in this fucking trunk in his like closet and they said, well, what's this? And he goes, it is what it is. And then he claimed that like the CIA was framing him because he was an activist. He was a piece of shit. Ira Einhorn. I, I saw that show. I saw that show, but I watched some documentaries about him. He was like uh, one of the founders of Earth Day. He played Robert Kennedy in Hoffa with uh, Danny DeVito and Jack Nicholson. That was a pretty good movie. Had uh, several uh, characters in it that were like an amalgamation of. They would take like two or three people and say, "Well, okay, Danny DeVito's character is based on like these three people all in one." Sleeping with the enema. That was when Julia Roberts uh, goes to sleep and wakes up uh, with her uh, husband giving her an enema. Sleeping with the enemy. I didn't see that. That's got that uh, one dude that was in uh, Patriot Games, Patrick Bergen. And he was really hot for a while there. And I don't know whatever happened to him. If he had some kind of a, like a, not a falling out, but did he do something where he was canceled? Because at one time he was really in a lot of shit. 
Patrick Bergen. For some reason, something's making me want to say that he was involved in. That's, is that him? Irish actor and singer, Patrick Bergen. Hash of you fucking cocksucker. Is this even the same guy? This might not even be him. Lawnmower Man 2. Okay, Patriot Games. This is him. Kevin O'Donnell in Patriot Games. He was Sean Bean's brother in that. Was it was he? I don't think he was his brother. I think he was just a high up guy in the IRA. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he's still working. 2022 in in the movie called Cold Sun. Okay. 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 I just want to see if he did anything that fucked his career up. Or maybe he just got old. I don't know. Acting, early life. Uh, I didn't know he was a singer. Irish actor and singer. Best known for his leading roles uh, with Julia Roberts in The Sleeping with the Enemy. He was like an abusive, like a real uh, controlling fucking, I think of his boyfriend or husband, maybe. He played uh, in Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. Uh, played the terrorist Kevin O'Dell in Patriot Games. Uh, okay, and he was on the soap opera East East Enders. God damn it! Now who did he fuck? I like to find out like if they dated somebody or he's married to somebody famous. Did he was he a drunk? Did he smack somebody around? Charity work? Yeah, not really. I don't see anything. Maybe uh, for some reason I was thinking like there was something in the back of my head that was making me think something bad about him, but I, maybe not. Maybe I'm just, <laughs> I was going to say maybe I'm just uh, prejudiced against the Irish, but I'm not. Oh, I'm so hungry. I went to the store a little while ago to get some milk and I forgot to get this. God damn it. I went to get this uh, International Delight cinnamon, like iced coffee. And I fucking forgot until just now. God damn it. That's one of the main reasons I went. Ugh, but I ended up getting like uh, 60 bucks worth of shit. <laughs> but I ate like a little um, dark chocolate Reese's um, cup, a thin, the thin ones. And I had them in my car, so I just ate one of those, and I drank one of those cinnamon, Nestle cinnamon milk, little milk thing. And then I wasn't hungry. So I was like, okay, I'm not even hungry. But now it's hit me, because I haven't had anything to eat since like 10.30 this morning, and it's almost 9 o'clock at night. Motherfucker. Okay, so this dude, maybe he just, I don't know what. He seemed like he was kind of an it person at one time, and maybe he just didn't, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Okay, Patrick Burt, what, uh, what happened to Patrick Bergen's career? Ear, career. Maybe I'll just ask. Now 71 years old, Patrick Bergen is still acting, alibite in small roles. His recent TV series include dramas Wild Bill and Red Rock. Patrick Bergen starred as an expert fiddler, as an expert fiddler called Seamus is Finding You, a coming-of-age movie. Well, I'm coming of age. Maybe I ought to watch that. 
Okay, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe nothing. Okay, let me see who he dated. I want to find that out. I'm very interested in him right now. Who did Patrick Bergen date? Snort. Uh, Helen Golden. Patrick Bergen. See, this is this show is like a shitty show. This is one of those shows that's into the salacious uh, side of Hollywood that is beneath a lot of other people's shows. He, yeah, let's see. Date of birth, okay, 1951. Okay. Wife or spouse, Paula Frazier from 92 till now. So he's been married for a long time. Divorced, yes, once. Girlfriend dating Helen Golden. Don't know who she is. Gay slash lesbian. He's not a gay or a lesbian. Net worth $6 million. That's good. Ethnicity, white. Six foot four. He has five siblings. Okay, we found out all about it, and he's boring. So there's nothing wrong with him. He's just boring. Usually a male actor has, like, raped somebody or smacked somebody or, you know, had, like, a scandal. No scandal? Anybody know any scandals? Let me know on the... uh, on Facebook, I'm curious. This guy's got skeletons in his closet. I'm telling you, something's wrong with him. But anyway, I I don't know if I'd say I. I mean, the only thing I really remember seeing him in was uh, which um, Patriot Games, and he was all right in that. I think he. I think for some reason I'm thinking that maybe he looks like somebody, and this has nothing to do with any anything, and I don't care. I'm just saying. Uh, I wonder if he had actually if he had a cleft palate at one time. He kind of like Stacy Keach, like maybe he he always like he'd have a mustache, and uh, then in some things where he doesn't have a mustache, I wondered. That's just me wondering. I'm not putting anybody down or anything. I'm just wondering. Okay, so that's enough of that. Patrick Bergen. Hey, Patrick Bergen. I want to look up that uh, thing about him and Julia Roberts. Maybe I'm I am not confusing. But I'm kind of um, thinking about him being a piece, an, an asshole in Sleeping with the Enemy. And that's what I'm thinking about. Now I'm thinking about giving Julia Roberts an enema. <laughs> because Sleeping with the Enemy, Sleeping with the Enema. And then I'm just seeing her there. And she was cute back then. And she's, she's old. How old is I th- Did I look her up before? Julia Roberts. I think she's much older than me. I liked her in that uh, Mystic Pizza. I've said that on the show before. I've said a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. She's younger than me. Ooh, how about that? Not much. Okay, let's see. October 67. Okay, about a year. About a year difference there. I could get her. I'm sure she's probably married, though, right? Could I get her? And she's funny. I like her smile. Uh, she's, I don't know if she's smart or not. She seems like, and Eric Roberts is her brother. Emma Roberts is her niece. Who's Emma Roberts? Was she in anything? Uh, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I'm hungry and tired are two things that really can make you just not care about anything. Relationship and family. Okay. Roberts had romantic relationships with Jason Patrick, Liam Neeson, who had a, who is known to have a really big cock, 
Kiefer Sutherland, Dylan McDermott. Okay, Kiefer Sutherland, she was in that uh, movie. What was the movie? Where they would go, they would, like, were medical students, and they would kill each other and then bring each other bring each other back to life. What was that called? Let me look. I'll find it here. It's got her, should have her filmography on here. Uh, the, uh, good, pretty woman, Hook, Sleeping Pelican Brief, Notting Hill, Runaway Bride, Aaron Brockovich. How can that not be on here? God damn it. That's the one I want to fucking, it was called Fart Noise. Elm, not Elmo. Worldwide recognition. Okay, pretty woman. The player, Pelican Brief, which Michael Collins, that was when she must have been dating Liam Neeson and his big cock. Okay, Mary Riley, that was her and Malkovich, and that was a Jekyll and Hyde movie. So that a long time ago. I don't remember very much about it. It was ba- it was from her perspective. She was like his maid. Okay, Daddy-O, it was a movie called, and it had Kiefer Sutherland, it had Billy Baldwin, I believe. Not the Mexican. That's her and Brad Pitt. Okay. God damn it. I'm, I'm, I'm so pissed right now. I could scream. Google Flatliners. I don't even have to fucking, before I even find it, it comes to my goddamn stupid head. I am in such a bad mood right now. Ugh. I got food in there, too. I even bought some uh, Snyder's Cheesy Soft uh hullless popcorn and i ate just a little bit of that when i came home but i mean that's like nothing that's like eating a cotton ball she looked good in charlie wilson's war charlie wilson's war who was the girl that was okay amy adams she always looks good um it was amy adams and some other chick were his secretary emily blunt weren't those two like were they his secretaries or something but they were really hot and they were really tight because he was a perv. And so his secretaries and stuff, he would make them, they would dress like really sexy with really tight clothes on. And those are two right there that I I think I have a, you know, whatever. A, not a thing for. I get, let's see, how old is Emily Blunt? She's too young. She's on 39. Uh, Julia Roberts is like same age as me. What about what's her face? Amy Adams. She's probably the same age. Okay. 48. Okay. That's within, eh, yeah, that's within my range. She's a little redhead, a little cutie. Um, I don't like the movies when she's in and she's pregnant. Or naked and pregnant. Naked and pregnant, I don't want to see. I'm not, like, I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. I've never had kids or anything. Um, and I'm sure that if it was my wife, and my child was, you know, it was my child that she was carrying. Our child. I'm trying to be as politically correct as possible after I just said that uh, I don't want to see naked pregnant women. Uh, but Julia Roberts looked pretty good in this. She had a bikini on in Charlie Wilson's War. And this was out in 2007. So that was a while ago. But still, she, she looked good. And people noticed. People were like, oh, she looks pretty good. Okay, who else did she date, though? Snort. Okay. I'm not, okay, Jason Patrick, I think he's good looking, but he started losing his hair, uh, and he's kind of a dick, but I like him. I like him in the movies. 
Uh, I like Liam Neeson a lot. He's got a big nose and a big dick. I don't really like Kiefer Sutherland, and I never did. I don't. I like Donald Sutherland, but I don't like Kiefer. Dylan McDermott, I think is. Uh, I think that I'm probably a better actor than he is. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything that was that he was like anything good. He's kind of like um, uh, the guy from the X Files. Sort of like they don't impress me. Matthew Perry definitely doesn't impress me. He's a bloated fucking. Ugh. I mean, I, I hope he. I hope he turns his life around. But my goodness, bloated druggy alcoholic uh and i don't and uh, the only thing i like about friends uh that would be a show to watch with no sound on but just to see jennifer aniston and the other chicks courtney cock and lisa kudrow especially jennifer aniston's tits and her body and that stuff uh with no sound on because i i have no interest in hearing Joey and Chandler and that other fucking douche Schwimmer. Uh, she was briefly engaged to Kiefer Sutherland. They broke up three days before. I think he was a bad alcoholic. He got like hurt or something. Didn't he almost cut his fucking hand off or something? I know Jimmy Fallon did the same thing, but Kiefer Sutherland had some real bad problems. She dated uh, Benjamin Bratt and they were really serious for a while. I'm surprised they didn't get married. They dated from 98 to 2001, and he also, she guest starred on Law and Order, and he was on Law and Order. Um, Roberts and her husband, cameraman Daniel Motor, met on the set of The Mexican. Okay, that was with Brad Pitt uh, in 2000. Okay, now wait a minute. Okay, she dated Benjamin Bratt from 98 to 2001. She met this dude, the cameraman, on the set of The Mexican with James Gandolfini and Brad Pitt in 2000 while she was dating Benjamin Bratt. At the time, Motor was married to Vera Steinberg. There were accusations of husband stealing. He filed for divorce a little over a year later, and after it was finalized, he and Roberts wed in 2002. And let's see, are they, how long have they been? Let's see. From 2000, okay, they got married in 2002, and are they still married? Yes, I guess maybe they're still married. So that must have it must have been a thing. Okay, you know you can't you know. So anyway, so she's still married, so she's off the market. So I don't give a fuck. Uh, 2010, Roberts uh, said she was Hindu, having converted for uh, for uh, spiritual satisfaction. Okay, so she's a kook. I'm nothing against people being Hindu or any other religion. I'm just saying. Okay. And September 2009, Swami Dar- Dharam Dev of Ashram Hari Mandir in Paduti, where Roberts was shooting Eat, Pray, Love, uh, gave her children new names after Hindu gods. Okay, I don't want anything to do with her. She's... <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. Uh, whatever, whatever, like I said, any religion, any cult, anything like that, if it's not hurting anybody and you take comfort in it and it makes you feel good, it makes you a better person, then that's fine. Uh, 
God. Okay. I probably need to get something to drink and get something to eat. I've got about 14, 15 minutes to go, and I just am really getting bitter and unhappy. Wait a minute. I got water here. Let me take a drink. Maybe if I hydrate, I'll feel better. Ugh. Um, what's her name? Um, Kirsty Alley passed away. Um, I think she was 71 and they said she had had cancer for a while, uh, been battling cancer maybe. And, um, I remember her. The first thing I remember her from was the movie running, what runaway with, um, Tom Selleck. Uh, and I think Gene Simmons, wasn't he in that runaway? movie and she wasn't the main person in that but she was like a, a bad girl uh there's tom Selleck with his god i mean he had mustache his big mustache might need to watch that again michael crichton too michael crichton i i like some of his like movies and books um gene simones uh gene simmons was in this and then he was in that uh, one with rutger howard too he played the villain in that one. And I'm telling you what, Gene Simmons wears a wig. I don't give a fuck. Uh, first of all, his hair's too black, but it doesn't even look like real hair. It's a, that's a wig. God damn it. Give me a break. And he was on Stern and he let Sal tug on his hair because Sal said that he thought he wore a wig and Sal's supposedly the world's biggest kiss fan and it didn't move. But they glue that fucking hair club shit down with that mesh and stuff. I mean, it's glued on there with like super glue. So, I mean, you could tug on it all he wants. And then not only that, but Howard Stern wears a wig too. So I'm sure he wasn't going to say anything or uh, he would probably be like, Hey, fuck you. Your boss sitting over there wears a wig too. How old is Gene Simmons? They call me Dr. Love. 1949. Gene Simmons was born in Tarot Carmel, Israel. All you zombies, hide your faces. All you people in the streets. All you sitting in high places. Okay. 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 Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hang it up. With just I mean, it's not even that much early, but I just am ready to quit. <laughs> I'm a quitter. So anyway, um, you know, it's got to be, it's like, uh, only about 10 more minutes. Can I, can I hang in there? Is it even worth it? Uh, Runaway. Let me see if there's any trivia about Runaway because, uh, again, Michael Crichton, um, Lassiter. Remember Lassiter with Tom Selleck? I thought if it wouldn't have been for, um, if it would not have been for Magnum, which was a huge success, I think Tom Selleck, I mean, he made a couple of pretty good movies, and then he made those westerns, those Louis L'Amour westerns, which were good. I mean, they're movies, but they were TV, but they were still good. And, and I mean, people still love those movies. Jane Seymour, Lauren Hutton, and Tom Selleck. I saw this in the theater, Lasseter. I saw Runaway in the theater, too. This is 1984. Rated R, a handsome jewel thief is arrested in order to avoid prison. Uh, he must break into a heavily guarded German embassy to steal millions in gems. Gems, those little coconut donuts. Yum, yum, yum. Bob Hoskins, Ed Lauder. By God, I'm going to go lay down on the 
orange beanbag. Her alibi. Now, Polina Poroskova was a good-looking lady. Uh, she was married to Rick Ocasek. I had her poster up on my wall in college. High Road to China was a pretty good movie with Tom Selleck. I would like to watch that one again. Uh, Tom Selleck and Bess Armstrong during World War I, an alcoholic American biplane pilot is hired uh, by the spoiled daughter of an industrialist to find her father who disappeared in Asia. I thought that was Rosanna Arquette. I always uh, remembered that being Rosanna Arquette. Bess Armstrong is who that is. Wilford Brimley, Jack Weston, who was a favorite of uh, Burt Reynolds in his movies. Okay. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I wonder if it's out of print. I never, you don't see, okay, it's, you know, watch on Prime for two ninety nine. What else is uh, Lassiter in here? Last Stand at Sabre River. That's another, I wonder if that's Louis L'Amour. Uh, yeah, Elmore Leonard. No, that's Elmore Leonard. Hmm. I don't ever remember seeing that one. Uh, but if it's Elmore, did Elmore Leonard do Conagher with uh, Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott, or was that Louis L'Amour? I like that one. That was like one of my favorites um, with him and uh, at a place from Butch Cassidy and Sunday's Kid. Conagher was Axe Cop. What was that movie? Uh, Officer Down. You Know My Name with uh, Sam Elliott. That's a good one, too. That's a true story. About uh, Bill Tillman, the uh, uh, Old West uh, lawman and detective. Uh, Where's Conagher at? By God, that's one of my kids. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Mask. That's with Cher. Travis McGee. I have not seen as a TV movie, but that's uh, who uh, Rod Taylor, Travis McGee. Shadow Riders. Okay, we're getting close. The Sackets, Wild Times. That was a pretty good one uh, with uh, Sam Elliott. Where's Conagher? Did I go buy it? Okay, there's Lifeguard. I must have went by it because Lifeguard was the first thing I remember. Him and Once an Eagle, the miniseries. Let's see. Let's go back up here. Yes, wait a minute. The Quick and the Dead. I thought that was a good movie. Kate Capshaw was really hot in that. And he saw her naked taking a bath under a waterfall. She was hot. Shakedown with uh, RoboCop, Prancer, Conagher. Okay, that's what I wanted to find. Conagher was written. Okay, that's Louis L'Amour. Yeah, that was a good one, though. It was, a, it was kind of a nice love story kind of a Western. That's why I liked it. It was a little bit different. Different. Okay, are we close enough, Daddy? Yes, I think we're close enough. Uh, usually I stop after two hours, and we're at... Uh, 154. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and hang it up. Um, I don't want to go down another groundhog hole or a rabbit hole, but run away. I might want to watch that one again just to see Gene Simmons and Kirstie Alley. I like Stan Shaw too. Stan Shaw was always good in, um, he was good in um, Boys from Company C and um, The Great Santini. And he was in Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage. Meh. Okay. So anyway, this is Uncle Johnny, Dr. Zom. Uh, signing out. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to fix myself some meals and probably watch some Hell on Wheels or I've been watching some YouTube stuff about uh, MAGA, some uh, recommendations for some MAGA. And uh, 
No, that's make America great again. Manga. <laughs> I knew I was saying something wrong. Manga and anime. Uh, looking on there for recommendations and some of the famous ones and stuff. People talking about them and everything. But anyway, I'm going to get off here and go get something to eat. Hope everybody is well. And uh, again, this is just a hodgepodge show. You know, if, as, you know, I don't even know if anybody's listening, but uh, whatever. I'm bored. So anyway. Have a good one, guys. Love you. Love you.